Hi, my name is Grace Valentine, and welcome back to the I'm Tired Podcast. I'm your host, Grace Valentine. I'm an author, speaker, blogger, but most importantly, I'm a friend. Today on the podcast, I actually have one of my close friends. I'd say we're close, right? We're, we're, yes. We're, 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 we're close. close. We're on the up and coming. We're on the up and up. <laughs> and yes. up. My friend, Mackenzie. So, Mackenzie, say hi. Hello. So we want to talk today about, or tonight, because right now it's really late. Well, it's not even that late. It's just because it's dark. It's just so dark. I know. It's like 7.30 p.m. But we want to talk about friendships because that is something I get a lot of DMs about a lot of times, like whether you're feeling lonely, whether you feel like you have unhealthy friendships, great friendships, or you wonder how to have these friendships. And I thought there was no better person to bring on than that than one of my newer friends because I feel like, Mackenzie, we've just vibe so quick. We do. We do. It's been, yeah, no, it's been friendship with you has been like super easy and fun and it's refreshing because that's not always the case well I feel like you're one of the most it's sometimes so hard I feel like to meet genuine people so I appreciate that about you this is I appreciate that about you too Um, seriously but (laughs) we uh, we did run I'm not trying to flex on us we did run seven miles (laughs) yeah we ran five and then walked two and that's really being generous yesterday Yesterday. we're runners now we've been running a lot lately two weekends in a row I believe I know and you have a half marathon soon right in a week from today god help me just shook his head so Mackenzie's also Jimmy's fiance if you you don't know who Jimmy is. He's the man behind the magic of the podcast. I'm tired. So, but I'm excited. I got a lot of people who ask questions. So, also, I want to. Oh, <laughs> Mackenzie DM'd me recently this video. And this is something that I want to be our ultimatum whenever you have friend trouble. Mackenzie, you want to. I'll play it and then you do your impression. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. That's what we have to say today. You know. Mackenzie now says that every time her mom is now at this point annoyed with her for yes. quoting that. Yes, that's the funniest video. Twitter video I've seen recently. Mm-hmm. If you guys I, haven't seen, I'm pretty it, I'm sure sorry. we like Facetimed on Snapchat, which I didn't. I know till I had you as a friend that Snapchat had video. I just think, me, like, me neither. <laughs> I know. And you can put the little like faces on I you, know. and we're both just like having some serious talk, and we're becoming like a kitten. And I like, know. A devil. And then, just completely changing it every five seconds. Like, yeah. Oh, completely. Glasses but on. I laugh because it's like we'll go from like a serious talk and then we'll be like, okay, so like this vine made me like laugh so hard. Well, not vine. <laughs> vine. TikTok. Don't bring that up. I know. Grace. That's Mackenzie. It's hard. Hard And feelings. also Mackenzie's going to be TikTok famous. We just don't know oh, how Oh, yeah. Yet. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, let's meal. start with some of these questions. And I just want – Mackenzie's one of the most open people too, so I hope that this podcast today feels very open. I hope you get to yeah. know me better and you get to know Mackenzie better and that whatever situation you are having right now, friends, whether you have the best friends in the world good for you because that is so rare sometimes in different seasons or you're feeling lonely or you're just stuck and you want to be able to find those people but um one of the questions I got and I got this kind of said in multiple ways is the idea of having friendships that are quote-unquote toxic Mm. um and I don't know about you Mackenzie I think sometimes we throw that word out very like I feel like girls are like oh my gosh this toxic friendship yeah I agree I agree and like sometimes it can just be like it can be a crappy friendship it can be Mm -hmm. a friendship that just was never meant to be it can be even a girl who's mean but Mm -hmm. toxic is like a very dramatic word to use it is It, it just sometimes I mean sometimes yeah maybe one person is responsible for the downfall of a friendship but oftentimes I find that sometimes things just aren't meant to be and and people grow into different people and thus they grow apart and I think sometimes it can be very condemning to then call the other person toxic when maybe they just weren't meant for your life but 
you know, I don't yeah. know. That's just a different perspective. You can apply that to, yeah. you know, accordingly. Don't get me wrong. I had some friends in high school. I'll never forget. I don't know if I ever told you this story. I had a friend. So my high school group, like, I kind of, like, didn't have a group, but I also, like, did. And the friend group I had, like, mm-hmm. I'm, they're probably listening now. I don't really care. <laughs> they were <laughs> – shout out. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> my hometown peeps. But they were – not they. It was mainly, like, one person, I would say, who was, like, so – who, like, made me so insecure by the way she – it was, like, even little things. Like, yeah. she literally read my texts and screenshotted them and sent them to herself and then delete the thread and then later brought it up in a fight. Like, you talk – it was about also the text between me and the guy I was dating, which made it more, like, vulnerable and awkward. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, like, something, like, personal. Yeah. And so then she – like, that – I wouldn't use the word toxic, but it was definitely manipulative. Like that's that manipulative. <laughs> that's, that's kind of evil. Yeah, that's just – that's evil I, don't, I hope right that's there. rare. But yeah. I know what it's like to have those friendships where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this has been nothing but years of mm-hmm. draining me. Mm-hmm. And there is you, – you're not – like, Jesus never asked you to be best friends with everyone. I think we no. act like that. Yeah. It's okay to walk away. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, like, I've experienced that, too. I, you know – you know, had a best friend, best friend for years, but I think we just grew into different people and, you know, we, we're not best friends anymore, but I wish her well and sometimes that just, it is what it is sometimes. Yeah, it's and, just how it works. And that's how yeah. I think too, I'm looking back on these things because I'm like, okay, I'm better because of that friendship. So like, thank you for, thank you for those years. Yeah, <laughs> thank you next. Thank you next. <laughs> thank you next. But I do think sometimes... It's important to not, like, resent the person, like, to just yeah. see, like, what you've learned. Also, because, like, looking back, I'm like, okay, I was 17, she was 17. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so different. I've done crap. I've been the person I before, agree. too, who was the crappy friend. I agree. Like, sometimes I look back on, like, where the part, the time of my life where friendships were probably the rockiest, and that yeah. would be high school. And then I consider the fact that I'm now 22 years old, about to graduate college, and I look back on my high school self, and I think, oh, my God, like, I'm just – a completely different person. Mm. I'm a completely different person and just in, in a lot of ways and everyone is because I think once you go to college you kind of you kind of really discover yourself in a ways mm. that you really never thought that you would or could and it makes you look ba- look back upon those years and be like, well, maybe things would have been different if we were all older or we were all mm. at a more mature time of our lives but they weren't and it's not and that's yeah okay I just think so many times when I like even like still to this day if I resent that one person who was like in so many ways like not a good friend I'm not I was a crappy friend at times too mm-hmm. like I remember literally looking in her eyes and be like I can't wait to leave like like that's kind of like that's kind of <laughs> a little like be wordy like you know I was like planning how I was gonna drive thousands of miles away and I remember one time she looked at me like kind of was like crying she goes you get to go and I don't get to because she was like staying in state and I was like, oh, crap. I never realized how how I was so mean, like, talking about leaving and kind of, like, never talking to anyone again. Like, that was me. And so I think so many times when you're – it's easy to look at your friendships or people who were mean to you in the past and be like, they're so toxic. They hurt my feelings. But I would just, like, convict everyone to also look in those moments that it was you because you've been that person who's mm-hmm. been – people call toxic, even though I throw, we throw that word out too – even yeah. like, but you've been the person who has hurt other people before. So yeah. as much as it's easy to see that and other people look at it in yourself and allow how mean they are to make you kinder. Exactly. And I I actually have an idea or a thought on this. <laughs> Why 
am I saying? It's so weird. I'm so awkward. I actually have a thought on this. (laughs) This light bulb idea. You know how people describe marriage and they say, you're taking two imperfect people and you're squashing them together in an intimate relationship. Mm. I often, I would think that, I mean, I'm not saying like an innocent, simple friendship is the same as like a marriage, but in a lot of ways, like you are still taking two imperfect, sinful people and you guys are you, you know what i mean mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying like it's you're 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 still in a relationship together it, whether what what kind it is or isn't but it's still a relationship with two imperfect people yeah. and you're both going to mess up and you're both going to be crappy friends and no that's I don't true know. <laughs> no it's like you can't and also if you want to have good friends you have to expect to be that friends like if you yeah. and like i think like the formula, the secret sauce, too. It's so lame. It sounds like some, like, English teacher in 11th grade. What's the secret sauce? Um, the secret sauce to good I never heard though. that. I like, think that's the first – I think you really? make it cool. You make it cool. Oh, like, like you can say that. Up, Buddy Cracker over here with friendship. Yeah. Um, I think it is honesty, like, transparency, like, vulnerability is, like, one of the most important, like, ingredients. Two, um, yeah. I think trustworthiness. If I you agree. Can trust. And then three, celebrate. Like, if you can celebrate each other mm-hmm. and not look at life like a competition. Because I think yes. so many times we have created community and competed against our own community and forget – those are the same people that are supposed to be my teammates. I I'm agree. I'm not supposed to compete against them. But friendships have become so competitive, especially for girls. And I And I've seen kind of, like, some parts of the downfall of friendships to be, like, miscommunication. Like, honestly, miscommunication is, like, most of it. Mm. Like, some of my failed friendships have been – one of my biggest was miscommunication. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I don't well, know. That goes to this one question someone asked. And I, as I said it, I read this before and I was like, that's kind of dramatic. But then I was like, oh my gosh, I do this crap all the time. And it's how to not be jealous if your friend hangs out with others. Mm. And I think, I don't necessarily get jealous if it's like one friend goes out to lunch with someone. But like that feeling you get when you feel like everyone's doing something without yeah. you. Even yeah. if it's not all of them, but if it's, like, three of them, mm-hmm. it's, like, you become that 12-year-old again yeah. who watches the VIP sleepover exactly. while you're just there for mm-hmm. the dinner. You think, why did – what about me made them think we don't need her? Mm. We don't need her here. And we don't need like her. You are on a tier. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm second-tier mm-hmm. friend. Yes, yeah, no. I think literally every single person ever has felt this way yeah. to some degree. I know I have felt this an insane amount, and sometimes I can – I still feel it. Um, it's just reality. It's just mm. life, honestly, but – that is hard. I think I think something I've had to do is remind myself, you know what? Um this sucks. Mm-hmm. Like this literally sucks. My feelings are hurt. I feel left out. I'm seeing my friends hang out. They're not with me. Blah 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 blah. Or I'm or I'm just I, I'm just gonna equate this situation to just like being left out. Mm-hmm. We'll just make it broad like that. Anytime I felt left out, I've had to remind myself, okay, you know what? I don't think it's anything I've done. Mm. I'm a good friend of them. I don't think it's anything I've done. Um, I'm just going to – I'm not going to cause more drama by assuming that it's – that it is something I've done or they hate me. I'm not going to – I'm going to try and not assume that they hate me because that's probably not the case. They're my friends. I love them. They love me. It must – I don't know. Maybe it was a spur-of-the-moment spontaneous decision to all hang out Mm. and they just weren't thinking. And then I have to remind myself, remember all the times you haven't been thinking and, you know, like – 
Do you know what I mean? No, 100%. Like, and I think that goes back to, like, my ingredients for a good friendship with the honesty and transparency. Like, when you have those moments and you feel left out, like, be – I mean, I'm really confrontational. It is definitely – you know that. I'm, like, the kind yeah. of person who, like, I'll be like, ah, I've heard you said this about me. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like I, I get off on it in a weird <laughs> way, which is, like, not – I need a new hobby. Uh, but I will say, being honest about those moments – like, I remember sophomore year, I was feeling, like, that way, but it was, like, dumb. Or I, I think I've told this – I posted this on my Instagram before. I'll never forget like one time there was a group text like I all my roommates were in a group text without me and I saw my, my friend's phone lit up and I was like oh my gosh there's a group text without me and I started jumping to every conclusion I was like maybe it's because I like didn't take my laundry out on time like maybe they're planning something without <laughs> me I literally was crying that makes me and so I sad. finally approached them and I'm like what did I do like whatever and they go grace we were planning your surprise birthday party because your birthday's in the summer and you never get a birthday party so we're gonna do it around Mardi Gras time because you're probably missing New Orleans around this time yes. and I was like I am the dumbest person I have ever met. That's the perfect example of that though. And you know? if I wasn't honest and if I just sat there in my crappy feelings, yeah. one, I would have actually been surprised at the party. But yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two, I I would have just been sitting in my feelings and everything I done, would have done, like nice, would have been out of like this insecurity. Yeah. And so if you want to have a good friendship, be honest about those moments you feel left out. But if you're constantly yeah. being that person who's playing victim and like, I'm left out, I'm left out, I'm left out, then like Stop trying to push yourself in in a table that you're not invited. Create your own table. Like, find your own friendships that are valuable. Mm -hmm. And don't feel like you have anything to prove or you have to somehow always be the end. And if you're always the victim, chances are there is something. I'm not saying wrong with you, but there's something you could be doing and that may be walking away. Yeah, I feel like that situation you just described could have been bad if you had if you had then chosen to be cold with them and mm, passive have aggressive. passive aggressive mm-hmm. and then they and then they'd be talking in that group chat like why is grace being so mean mm-hmm. why yeah. is that then they you, would use it about me and they would use it about you not saying like oh that was not saying that that would have been yeah. warranted but it's just like that's some people unfortunately do mm. um like miscommunicate like that would have that would be a yeah. like you communicated well. Sorry, I literally suck no, at talking. You're fine. I suck you're at getting not. my point across. But like what you did was so good because you you were like, no, I'm not gonna sit here and just like let myself feel like crap, and I'm just gonna you know get the truth out. And, well, and I look back and I think the reason I was so insecure was because of how crappy my friendships were in the past. And I'm not saying yeah. they were toxic, but they I did have friends who talked about me. I was so used to it, and I remember I would always be on edge. And my friend Berta in college, like my best friend, was like, Grace, we're not gonna talk about you. We're not gonna. I'm like. What? Like, you know? Like, a friendship that's pure? Yeah. Okay, another thing I got a lot of people talking about is, like, the idea of, like, if you feel like you don't have a group. And Mm. that is, like, literally the story of my life. Yeah. I felt that in high school. I remember my ninth and 10th grade year of high school, I had this, like, in my mind, it was, like, this legendary group. I had so many good memories with my friend group in the first two years of high school. Mm -hmm. Um, We just had the best time. But then somewhere along the way, it just kind of got a little, you know, just fell apart a little bit. And it changed Mm. and shifted. And I personally started to feel that my friend group junior year and senior year of high school um, that was, and, and, you know, no hate, but that was honestly the reason that I have a lot of friendship trust mm-hmm. issues slash, I don't want to say girl issues, but just kind of made me I feel, I know. Yeah. I have girl issues. I, I insanely have girl friendship issues and it made me want to like pursue friendships with guys mm-hmm. because I was like, man, that's so much easier. Yeah. Um, but then I still, that wasn't enough. And I was like, man, I just wish I had like that group of girls that I had ninth and 10th grade, but 
honestly, my senior year, I found that I was going to choose to be my own person. And, you know, I'd still sit at lunch with the girls and sit at think like certain meetings with them and everything. But I told myself, I'm not going to be confined to them if I don't feel welcomed or accepted or mm. maybe so, so loved by them. But I'm not going to be like, oh, woohoo, be, me, like yeah. whatever. Maybe I'm just not the perfect match, which I truthfully, I wasn't. Like we weren't all like kindred spirits. But, yeah. you know, we had a class of like 100 people. It's slim pickings out here, man, <laughs> sometimes. Um, and the class no, was like they, 600, still so a slim picking. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, they were nice people, but we just mm-hmm. were not like soulmates. Um, but yeah, I had to make the choice to be like, you know what? I'm just going to be my own person. I'm going to go to lunch with other groups. I'm going to mingle around with other groups. Yeah. And then I found that that ultimately gave me a lot of confidence my senior year of high school. And it led to a lot of connections and friendships that I didn't think I'd have because I was friends with multiple people from multiple, quote, groups. Mm -hmm. And that was a great experience to not be confined to a group. But also, it's completely understandable that a group is, like, sometimes you need a place to go home. You need a place to sit for lunch. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And I think – I watch Friends on Netflix still. It's like the only show I can't rewatch shows, but I watch Friends and I'm like, I'm so jealous that they have a group, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in high school, I like had that kind of group, but I also like didn't. I was bebop around lunch. I literally was like such a weirdo. I was like student government quirky (laughs) girl. Like I dressed like Santa during Christmas time, like passed out cookies. I was like, why? Like (laughs) no no one asked me. There was no class credit. It was just me being a class president, like trying to be funny. I don't think that would have been uncool. Like to me, that sounds hilarious and funny and like. That makes I would have liked you right, more. I'll just have to show you the picture later. Um, <laughs> it's like literally, this is so tiny at the time. Anyways, but I remember like, and I didn't really have a group, but I look back and like that was the best ministry, like me to reach out to people was because of that. But with that being said, I felt lonely a lot of times because of that. But on the outside, people looked at me like, oh, Grace is friends with everyone. But then I felt like I had nowhere to like go home to. So yes. I understand the feeling of not belonging when you don't have a group, but also celebrate that because there's always yeah. – the grass isn't green on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. So water and take care of what you do have. And if you don't have one group, then, you know, invest in all the friendships you have and love those people well yeah. and show them Jesus because there's a reason for that. And and it's okay to even be like, okay, maybe I don't have a group now. Maybe things are not peachy keen now. But you can hope for it in the future like I did. My senior year, I was like, ooh, okay, I'm so ready to get out of here. Like, I'm about to go to college, find a group of friends. And you know what? Like, I did. And Mm. they were God-given. I met my group of friends um, my freshman year of college, and they have been my group ever since we have gone on spring break trips together. It's been great. And it taught me that, you know, God's not always going to give you everything you want in every season of your life. Mm. He, like, to me, he didn't give me that. Um, for half of high school and it caused a lot of insecurity and pain and loneliness Um, but then he gave it to me in college very very abundantly and it made me like treasure it more and it made it just so evident to me like what a gift this is Mm. and you know like and half of them are in my wedding and you know it's like you know it's just great and I think for me I think I have Similar, a little different story. Like I, like I said, so in my beginning years of high school, I was, and I've told you this recently, I was like the weird girl. Like I was in the cool friend group, but on the outskirts, I just yeah, was like, me too. Not like <laughs> not cute, like as silly as that sounds. Like 
I and I almost hate that like I wasn't cute and then I ended senior year and I was obsessed with my look so like I worked my butt off for like a six pack I was extremely tan too tan if you know what I'm saying I I did invest in highlights which I still do <laughs> does no, make a big difference no shame. in my appearance um, no shame. but I saw the way people like treat me different even girls That's when so you're true. like when you this and I don't mean this because I'm not trying to be this person who's like oh my gosh I'm pretty because I don't think I'm the prettiest person I'm still very insecure as a reason I'm like my whole life is dedicated towards insecurity because it's something I'm always going to tackle because of who I am and my Enneagram 3 and my desire to be perfect but I did notice being the weird girl freshman year and kind of being outcasted and then being like the cooler cuter homecoming court class president who was friends with everyone how different people treated you based on your looks and that taught me I'm like okay if I looked at who was still my friend from beginning freshman year and I recently facetimed Literally yesterday, and this never happens, like, if I FaceTime people from high school, it's very rare. I was FaceTiming one of my good friends from high school who was, like, always my friend, like, from junior high to that. And we are just talking about life. And it was just so nice to have someone who did know me, the real me, who, like, I mm-hmm. know that she liked me even when I was the weird girl. Yeah. And so I still feel like I have this fear, and I've told you this before, that one of my biggest fears is people, like, use me or only want to be friends with me for something they can get and not, like – now it's, like, my book. I'm, like, okay, you need to have a podcast. I'm, like, oh, do they only want to be friends with me because of the girl they know on Instagram or yeah. because of, like, clout, which I'd, I'm not even that, like, I'm not, like, saying I'm famous because I'm not, but, like, as in, like, a step yeah. up for them. Of course. And so it's just an insecurity I have now, and so, yeah. but I have to work through that. And so when you have those insecurities, when you struggle with those feelings of defeat or you struggle with comparison or anything with your friendships, like, know that that's first an internal battle you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't immediately just allow your old wounds to bleed on, bleed on people who didn't hurt you. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, you have these scars and you have these wounds, but you can't allow – like, if I went into Orlando, moved to a whole different city, and I allowed these – because I was bullied in eighth grade – allow that to affect the way my friendships are now, which it can easily does still sometimes, then – I'm not going to be able to grow because I'm bleeding on people who didn't even hurt me. Yeah. Does that make sense? It completely makes sense. And I, do, I totally know what you mean and agree with the whole, like, people do treat you differently based upon, like, your looks or your status. I, I experienced to that, too. It. it really does suck. I kind of – I literally relate to that so, so hard. I was always the weird person, I think. but And I think I always still was, but I think the people I associated mm-hmm. – the group I associated with in high school – they were like kind of cool. <laughs> you popular girl? Yeah. Oh, Mandy was Miss TFA, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Grace. Shut up. Um, Go to YouTube, mm-hmm. watch her video. You won't be able to find it. I can't find it. <laughs> it's not my video, someone else's. Anyways, um, no, but that's, that is very true. But I think um, another little thing, another little thought that's swirling around in my brain right now um, is I'm, I'm thinking about like, Man, like, high school wasn't my favorite time, but obviously I got through it, and I think I kind of had to, like, pull myself through it, and mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that is just what you have to do if you if you experience – if you're feeling left out. Like, all the conversations we've – like, yeah. everything we've been saying combined, basically, if you've been feeling left out, okay, well, maybe handle it in, like, a – healthy way or, or or confront them or communicate but then also tell yourself okay listen I don't think I've done anything wrong so I'm not going to beat myself up I'm going to keep going be your own person be independent mingle with other groups you don't have to be you're, you're not you're not you're not nothing mm-hmm. if you're not with a group you know you can yeah. totally be your own person in your own 
group, you know, I don't know what I'm no, saying. I get I'm it. not good at this. Um, <laughs> you're doing great, Mackenzie. I don't think I Everyone, am. isn't Mackenzie doing great? Okay, another question I got asked, and I did a whole podcast on this, and you kind of touched on this earlier, is do you think girls and guys can be friends? Um, I think they can, but I think that there are def- there's definitely a point where it's like, okay, wait, there is, there are boundaries, and you just have to be really aware. Mm-hmm. And you have to be known that yeah, you have to be extremely aware. There yeah. is yeah, no, you can be friends, but mm-hmm. it there's just like boundaries that you can't cross and there's things you can't do and say and I think I experienced a lot of that because in high school I had a couple close guy friends guy friendships because I felt such a distrust and um, dissatisfaction in my female friendships. I just was really scared of them and, like, not having a good time, to be honest. Yeah, this isn't fun. <laughs> this was not fun. And so I had a lot of close guy friendships, and those were wonderful. Like, seriously, some of my closest friendships ever. But, yeah, no, you just definitely have to be aware. If yeah. you are not going down that path, you got to make sure and you And I don't. think it's something, like, as you get older, I feel like it's easier to, like, have those na- – those boundaries feel so much more natural. Exactly. Like, like I know I had, like, a whole grow. podcast topic on this, so if you want to go back, you should go listen to it if you're listening and this is a topic you resonate with. But I feel like with girl-guy friendships, it's – it can be so – it can be so great is what I'm trying to say. I appreciate, like, my guy friends who are, like, my brothers – and I know some people say someone always has to have feelings, but I have, like, some best guy friends who I go to still for, like, so much. But don't get me wrong, there are boundaries I've had in the past where, like, their girlfriend thinks I'm trying to, like, <laughs> come in and have to be like, no, I have literally no intention. And I have to be like, okay, it's not – maybe, like, me and him are fine, but, like, I have to remember that there's other people involved, that, like, I have to worry about their feelings too. And yeah. so I just respect boundaries when it comes to that and also – intimacy isn't just a physical boundary when it comes to like the opposite sex or someone you're attracted to so respect boundaries because in emotional intimacy but I'm saying that but that's so hard for me because with my guy friends I can be silly and fun and I'm like I'll text them 20 times and we both know I'm Mm -hmm. not flirting like yeah Yeah, exactly exactly like for you and me I see this in you and me especially Grace like we could literally talk to anyone about anything I think and be super completely honest and real, not because we, not because the other person's like so special or anything, but just mm. because like it's us. I mean, it is yeah. like I I open up to you a lot because I you're trustworthy and I'm close to you and I love you yada yada yada. But also I naturally do feel like I'm an open book, yeah. and so I know what you mean in terms of like a friendship with a guy like. Um, sometimes it can seem so innocent, but then, you know, yeah. you have to watch yourself. You got to yeah. watch, you got to be had, aware. Like, guy friends, like, I was joking, I'm like, I have been, I'm so friends when, like, I've had guy friends, like, take me out to eat, pay for my food, mm-hmm. pay for my drinks, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, uh, they're talking about another girl. Like, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is funny. I'm just like, I get, I get the dinner date. I feel yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what does this come to? I'm like, I am such, I'm a professional best yeah. friend. Uh, so I guess rap. Well, but I think then in those moments too, I've had to protect my own emotions because, yeah. but it depends. I mean, I just, I really do appreciate that. But like established boundaries, intimacy isn't just physical. And even boundaries with your good girlfriends, like, 
you don't need to be doing everything every day with your friends. Especially if you yeah. have that. You know people, like, I think watch Grey's Anatomy and they want a person. Like, you be your own person. Like, mm-hmm. it is 2019. Like, you are a grown woman. It's about to be 2020. Like, you don't need to ask someone permission before you do something. I feel like I... Yes! I love when I come to uh-huh. you and I ask for your advice. You give me your advice and you are honest with me. And when I'm going to go be stupid and do what I want to do, which makes no sense, you're just like, you know what? You go do it. Yeah. Like... Honestly, and I've had a question myself, like, is that something a good friend would say? I mean, it depends. Like, I'm obviously not going to yeah. be like, yeah, Grace, you can go do this, and it's yeah. obviously really stupid slash orally. I mean, not that she is, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to okay, tell I'm her to sometimes. go murder someone. I don't want but, anyone like, to think I'm like, <laughs> no. Grace. I don't murder, but I definitely make dumb 20-something mistakes. No, well, everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for some reason, friendships are hard for me, too, because I'm so – like keeping friends because that's what people ask like how do you keep friends and I'm like that's always been something hard for me because I'm not that girl like you saw people you talk to from like middle school I literally talked to maybe one or two people and then like my college friends we talk every day but like we're all spread apart America and so I literally laugh because I'm so scared of I love change and I hate commitment and it's something that has been a something part of my life overall Mm -hmm. I'm all bark no bite when it comes to long term I'll be like oh relationship but then I'm like okay no I like the idea of being able to literally travel whenever not have to worry about someone be accountable for myself and not have to like have someone else's emotions and so sometimes I feel like that affects my friendships too because I'm too me me like I'm saying like I guess what the whole point of this is like I just said the importance of like being independent like there's important boundaries you have with girl friendships but there's also like something so important about being, like we said, the recipes and the ingredients, being honest and open and, like, being trustworthy and celebrating. Like, you do need to, like, risk it in order to get those good friendships. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, I'm sometimes so closed off because I'm like, I love change. I don't want to latch on to anyone, including friends. So I'm just going to go, go, go. And then whoever can't keep up, like, sorry. And that's not a healthy way to live, too. Like, you need community. Jesus walked with 12 people for a reason. He knew he needed something consistent when he was going to all these cities preaching the gospel. And so no matter who you are, no matter your job, your career, how much time you have, you still need friends, whether you admit it or not. That is something you need in order to have a true, life that reflects the kingdom of god mm-hmm. yeah company good company um i'm oh, sorry you go i think that was uh, just last note i think that was something that um i mean you i feel like you and i grace connected extremely well and fast um in many different ways but one of them especially was because you and i very quickly both opened up about how we do have a hard time with friendships mm. and just that like, that was a vulnerable thing. Like, I, I can be vulnerable pretty easily, but that was that was an intimate, vulnerable uh-huh. thing for me. And the fact that you related, I was like, man, this has been a really big area of pain in my life mm. that still kind of persists to this day. Um, I mean, it's definitely gotten better and I've learned a lot, but it definitely still exists. I and literally laugh because my... You oh, feel this, no, it's fine. Just the fact I that you feel this... Sorry. <laughs> Shut up! I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> the just fact kidding. that I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like, we feel the same way, which mm-hmm. it was an intimate connection. And I think because we started off on such, like, a like a intimate, emotional – in such an intimate, emotional place, like, I was like, this is easy, which made me realize, too, like, it's – okay, this is probably off topic. Well, not really off no, topic, but, like, um, I've learned as I've gotten older that – being honest and vulnerable with your friends like sometimes trust is definitely an issue like some people have trust issues that's totally cool but I think being open and vulnerable with your friends can just oftentimes make the relationship so much more fruitful and make it flourish so much more because Mm -hmm. it allows you to get closer I remember there's a lot of 
there's been a lot of times in my life where I've been like too scared to open up about something or I've been like, oh, I'm ashamed of this. I'm not going to be honest about this way in which mm-hmm. I've been a crappy person in my life. I'm not going to tell them that I've done this before and I've mm-hmm. done that and I've done this because I don't want them to judge me. And we all go to the same school and they're going to tell someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I've noticed that in my life, I'm someone who needs to be known. I love to be known and me understood. Too. I'm such an and attention I crave seeker. it. I'm an oh. Enneagram 4, by the way. And so I crave being known and understood and a key for me to have satisfying friendships is to allow myself to be open with them and tell them my secrets because it makes me feel like they know me mm. and can love me so much better and I don't know that's just a little no, tidbit that so I've learned and, lately and like we talked about earlier yeah we've been hurt but you have to be able to put yourself out there again yeah like you don't need to tell them your whole life story and recently with my roommate Lizzie and she's such a good friend like and someone even asked like how much of your struggles anxieties do you share with friends I think that's when you have to decide like there's, like, Mackenzie and, like, Lizzie I will tell almost, like, everything to. But, like, there's some friends I won't tell that to. Like, if I just see them occasionally, like, they don't need to – that's not even fair to them to emotionally put all of my burdens. Like, you definitely need to open up. But, like, there are some things – like, I had recently a struggle that, like, I had in the past kind of, like, come to temptation and come – this makes it sound so much more direct than is. Please don't think that I'm just, like – like being like, I don't know. I don't know. It's something that's just a, lo- a lot it. with like body image. And so, and I watch myself like almost struggle and temp- be tempted and even act a little bit upon those old habits. And I, I like confronted my roommate Lizzie and I was like, I just need to talk about this. And she just sat there and she listened to me and she was like, okay, so what are our next steps? And I was like, thank you. This is what I needed. And it's, those conversations are so hard for me. But that was a friend who lived with me, who deserved to hear that, who I needed to share that with for my own well being. Mm-hmm. And you just have to decide, like, who needs to be a part of those, like, respecting the privacy that you want, but not being afraid to be open with the people who are involved in that. Because people care about you. And Mm -hmm. I know sometimes we all feel alone, but you do, no matter who you are, have people who care about you. You do. And if they don't know it's a problem, you won't be able to get healing. Yeah. Um, And and oftentimes that vulnerability and openness in friendships can promote vulnerability on their end as well. And they're going to open up to you about things. And then before you know it, you, you know, have felt so much closer with this person and you've developed so much more of an intimate emotional connection with this person. Mm. Um, Someone said, and I know they didn't mean this question to come off like harsh because I think this is something I hear, hear all the time. Do I need to cut off any my best friend who isn't following Jesus with me and I saw like that come in a different ways but like I don't think you need to cut off anyone in life would you say that too yeah I would agree I would say that's definitely a no I would never I, I wouldn't cut um them off just because of that because I think honestly that person like needs you and I don't care like how great your faith is right now Everyone in their walk of faith is going to have a moment where they're not following Jesus. Yeah. You're going to twist and turn in this life. And if you haven't yet, you buckle up because I I hope you don't. I really hope you don't. But, like, I have written a Christian book and there had been a week here and there where I'm like, ah, screw it. I just want to kiss a boy and (laughs) be a baddie. And, like, (laughs) and I don't don't do that. But temptation is real. Like, we live in a world where there's so many struggles. And so it's – very, and I know this isn't how she met, but it's selfish of us to think that's never going to be us. That we're going to one day be that friend who's not yeah. following Jesus. And we're going to have a bad week and a bad year. But I will say, 
you can outgrow friendships. And there are sometimes, there are some friends who, like, I tried so hard and so hard. And I always say, I, one of my good friends in college, there was, she called me crying one summer and was like, will you hold me accountable to this? And it was, like, some sin she was struggling with. And I was like, yes, I will. And it was, like, the first week of college. And she was, like, doing it again. And I was like, okay, you told me to hold you accountable in this area. And she's like, okay, you're gonna have to wait till next month, though. I just want to, like, have, like, one month or whatever. And I go, it's now or never. Like, I'm either holding you accountable or you're gonna live your life. And we're gonna be friends either way. I'm gonna love you either way. And if you come to me crying again, I will be here. But this whole accountability thing, you have to decide if you want it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, she said, no, I don't want it. And I was like, okay, then you don't want it. And until you come to me crying again, I'm not going to sit here and repeat and sound like a broken record. Yeah. And so if you have friends who aren't following Jesus, like, know where, make sure they know where you stand on it. But you don't have to remind them because your actions are speaking out that faith. Like, yes, you need to say the words. Like, this is where I stand. But, like, no, I love you. But yeah. you don't have to keep reminding them. You know, they'll yeah. see that. Because I think I think becoming, like, I've, I've often tried to put myself in the place of someone who – doesn't have a faith or spirituality or anything because to be completely honest spirituality like I love God believe in God every you know everything like I my Jesus is in my heart but that has been a struggle my entire Mm. life the second I became a Christian like you know and prayed the prayer in sixth grade it literally was never easy I've never Mm. ever experienced like I'm just being honest I've never experienced this soul-shaking relationship with God, not because that's not something I'm capable of, but because I've never given it the proper, like, nourishment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't sought it out too terribly much. And so I think that sometimes I can put myself in the place of someone who might not have a spirituality or isn't really strong in it. Um, And again, for the record, I do love God, believe in God, I can yeah. say it a million times, but it's just sometimes it is hard. But anyways, like, I've been that person before, and I think that seeing just the way God works in other people or in things, just honestly being someone who witnesses God without maybe even always feeling God mm-hmm. has in turn brought me closer to God. I would totally No lie. And so it is vital, honestly, Sorry, I'm, no, I'm, I'm joking. hitting the we table. We can hold hands if you want. Okay, let's hold hands. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's really important and special to be friends with someone who might not have God in their heart, um, because God willing, maybe someday they will. And you know, at the end of the day, I always say, at the end of the day, every one of us, we're all human. That's the mm. one thing we have in common. I mean. Some, I mean, uh, among other things, maybe I'm soccer, sure. Maybe or soccer, or maybe we like the color blue. <laughs> but maybe a bad boy experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we all like chocolate. You know, like <laughs> oh my gosh, but we, yeah, yeah. But like, we're all human beings. We all understand the pain and the crap that comes with that. And yeah, it's it's. I think it's extremely important to be friends with people who might not share that that. Um, kind of faith or spirituality because Mm. God willing that they'll see it in you. And that doesn't mean that, you know, I I think you also have to be strong and not let like, like if they have, like if they have a way of life that, that might not like agree with you or it doesn't honor your relationship with God, you don't have to take part in it. Mm. You don't have to take part in it, but you can just be their friend, hold their hand, be there by their side. And and also you don't have to be their best friend. Your best friend can be someone who, 
maybe yeah. you do connect insanely with on a spiritual level because you both are maybe in the same spot spiritually with mm-hmm. God. You know, like and that. you'll see like the fact that Jesus like. He was – it says Jesus was a friend of tax collectors. Jesus was a friend of all these people who were living these crazy lives. Um, but he did have his people who, like, know they weren't perfect. He didn't expect them to be perfect. But they are people who are running after Jesus and following him consistently and following God consistently. So, like we talked about earlier, they don't have to be your best friend, but they can be your friend. Um, yeah. And so give yourself healthy boundaries and know that, like, if you – if it feels like a one-sided friendship and you're always pouring into them, that's ministry. That's not friendship. And so yeah. – But if you are having moments that are good morals and good values and you're sharing laughs and you're sharing life and you know they have your back too, that's friendship. And so – that's so respect true. Respect yourself enough to give yourself the rest you need because, yes, you're called to ministry, but you also need life-giving friends. And so be able to separate the difference between what is ministry and what is friendships. And also friendships can be ministry at the same time. Like they can make you laugh and you can hang out and you can know they have your back if you need to like need someone to hold your hair. <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And so question, like make sure you prioritize that. That's really good, Grace. Um, and Because I think one-sided friendships are something. And so I got a lot of people who messaged me about that. And I just think with one-sided friendships, you have to decide, like, okay, you can do that for a little bit. Like, everyone has bad seasons where they need the other person, like, to give more. I don't think, like, friendship is always a 50-50% because there are going to be some seasons where your friend can't give 50%. And you as the friend who is going to be there for them and they just gone through a horrible breakup, they've been through the worst year, their parents are getting divorced, you may have to give 80% in that Mm -hmm. moment. But at the end of the day, you know that their intention and their heart is to always be there for you. And that is what a friendship is. There's no such thing as percent because when you start creating this whole like, well, I did this for her and she didn't do this for me, that's not fair to them either. And so you don't need to like hold people accountable. Like in the Bible says love holds no records of wrong. You don't need to be sitting there counting like, is she giving me her all? No, you need to know she's at least intentionally caring about you. Yeah. And then trying to grow with you when you do say that. And on the other hand, if you don't, like that's so true, Grace. Like I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But I think that there might be situations out there too where maybe someone did give up on the friendship. Mm, maybe someone true. is like, you know what? I'm out of here. I don't care. Um, and you're having to mourn the loss of that, I think what you got to do is just be like, all right, this mm-hmm. sucks. I'm going to mourn that this friendship is changing and not really for the better. But, you know, you don't have – just kind of allow yourself to adapt mm-hmm. to what it's going to become. Yeah. You don't have to force anything. You don't have to make – like, you don't have to, like, let it ruin your life, but just accept the fact that maybe this friendship is changing. Maybe mm-hmm. we're not going to be as close anymore. Think, okay, well, you know what? I'm I'm a good friend. I'm mm-hmm. – it's it's their – I mean, I hate to – I don't mean to sound aggressive, but, like, it's it's their loss if we – if they're if yeah. not – if this friendship is going downhill, but it is what it is, and um, this is just – I don't know. I, um, maybe that's not no, good advice at sense. all, but that's I'm what I do. I'm going to a bunch of more questions because we're running out of time okay. so we can try to answer as much as we can. Should a girl get involved in her best friend's friendship if she – relationship, not friendship. Her, so her best friend's in a relationship she doesn't think is right. Should she get involved? I'm a big believer that you, as a friend, if, they're, if it's engaged or if they're married – it's too late. Like, you can be there for her and you can – unless it's an abuse situation. But, like, you had your chance to say something. Yeah. If it's a relationship you don't respect, though, unless, like I said, it's abuse, cheating on you, then that's different. Like, worry about that in a really- marriage and whatever. But if it's a relationship your friend's in and you don't think it's bad, I think you can say your opinion. But I think you also have to let her go. Um, yeah. You can speak your – 
speak your the spirit, not your mind. Like speak what Christ is telling you to say, but also it's not your relationship. And so I have just never seen like when people get involved in someone else's relationship, especially if it's the intentions aren't always good, always turn out great. I will say you as a friend can say, you know, I think you deserve better. I think you deserve this. Like, I think you can walk away. Like you can do better than this, but you also as a friend need to just support her. Yeah. And that doesn't mean agreeing with her, but that means being there for her because it could mm-hmm. twist and it could turn. Yeah, and you um, don't want it to turn into a loss of a friendship between you and her. Yeah. Like, and you once don't you want shared that. your opinion, like, all you can do is, like, she got your opinion. She got what you think. You said with the spirit. You don't need to remind her every day because at that point, she's not going to come to you when they do break up or yeah. he does cheat on her. She's not going to come to the girl who's like, I told you he was always bad news. Yeah. So – Say your opinion, but, like, and I've done that with friends before, too, and it's funny because my friend was like, you were so right, because I was like, I just think this guy has a lot of, like, anger issues, is what I would tell my friend. She goes, oh, my gosh, you're so dramatic, and she, like, made a joke. We all made a joke about the house. I'm like, I just want you to know my opinion. He's a great guy, everything else, and then my friend, I didn't have to say my opinion later. She came back when they broke up and goes, you were so right. It, like, stuck with her. She already knew where I stood, yeah. and she knew she could come to me, though, because I didn't beat her up about it like a pinata. Yeah, and you didn't, and in the process, you didn't lose that friendship. Yeah, and because this is, you didn't like hack it, you know, you didn't like drive her crazy yeah, you about didn't say, it. You suck. This is the dumbest decision of your life. Yeah, how you to be, be a good friend to someone and their spouse who are married when you aren't? That's a good question. Because wait, you know, can you say it again? What how it? to be a good friend to someone when they're married? Like, so when you and Jimmy get married, how can I be a good friend to you when you're now like sharing your life with Jimmy? Like, does it make the friendship different? Um. I, I think maybe I maybe I'm not the best person with this question because I don't think it makes it different. I think maybe yeah. I, I think maybe I think maybe the one thing that could come to mind is I assume that when you're married, there's gonna be times that you're gonna be like, Okay, well I haven't spent enough time with my husband this week. So this weekend I need to dedicate myself to him or my wife, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, whatever you wanna say. You know, maybe your friend hasn't seen you in weeks and she's kind of upset about that but maybe that could also be a situation in which she says okay well it's their marriage marriage has to come first I don't know that's the only thing that comes to mind and I think like at the end of the day like two become one in those situations so it's like as silly as it is like I don't mean this in a weird way we, we when we were running you asked me like can Jimmy come with us one you asked permission you weren't like Jimmy's coming with us you asked permission from me Two, yeah I said yeah Jimmy's fun Jimmy can come running with us yeah Jimmy ran and beat our butts yeah <laughs> and <gosh>. so <laughs> I I just think that those are things that you have to also like the girl though who is like you can't be afraid to like third wheel when it is those times yeah especially if they're married because they are becoming one exactly and, you have to check your heart, though, like, because there's a lot of single girls who, like, they'll do that. And I just feel like I'm just in a confident place where I'm like, I don't give a frick. Like, would it be nice to have a boyfriend? Yeah, but I have so much going on in my life. I'm not rushing in that that lifestyle. Um, my parents wish I was. <laughs> but I've never been. coming up. I know. <laughs> bring home some random stranger. Um, I'm like, he's here. Or no, because they're going to they're gonna give you crap about oh, it. Oh, they 100% will. Yeah. Love them. They're probably listening to this. Um, but. I've learned that there's nothing wrong. You have to be confident in who you are and not be afraid to, like, be around their spouse, too. Um, And if that is something hard for you, then you might need to take a step back because, once again, that wound isn't your friend being married. The wound is the fact that you're insecure and being single. And so fix that wound before you open yourself up in that friendship and also be honest to that friend. If you're like, hey, I'm worried about our friendship, like, once again, the three ingredients, I think, for a healthy friendship are honesty and transparency, uh, trustworthiness, and celebration. And so 
if you aren't honest with them about where you stand on that and how it makes you feel, then how are you going to be able to grow in that friendship? I was laughing because you said the three ingredients and then you just said four. <laughs> oh, honestly, transparency. Oh, that makes sense. Honestly, in transparency, for the record, I feel like that's one. It's like the same thing. Oh, like, okay. Like gotcha, if you're being gotcha. honest, I was you're just being laughing. transparent. So if for the record, that's what I meant by three. Like, honestly, in transparency, it's the one and the same, you know? Uh, I'm going to just – there's so many. I feel so bad. We'll probably have to do another one on this. Making friends post-college. That is a really hard one. And Mackenzie is still in college, so I can teach her all my way. I'm joking. No, um, you could. You in, should. <laughs> in the past, someone told me, like, community is something you have to create. So, like, you're going to have to. And I think going back to, like, some people who don't feel like they have a group in high school or college, it's the same thing post-college, if not harder. And just, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with I have all these friends who I'll get lunch with, and not all of them are friends, and that's okay. But honestly, I want to have a Christmas party and bring everyone together. <laughs> so I agree. Let's have. A, when are we having our Christmas party? I know. Party? Let's do it. I got My roommate just got surgery though, so she's got to like feel better before I like say let's make the house about tis the season. Tis um, the season. And last question: What to do when you feel alone? Do you have any tangible things people can do? Oh my gosh, alone just in general. Like, is this a friendship related thing? What do you? I mean, what my do you do Molly when you feel that. alone? I'm assuming like alone, like. In lack of friendships. Yeah. Um, I think so many times we talk about girls praying for your future husbands, and that's great. But, like, pray for your bridesmaids. Pray for the people who yeah. are going to stand by you. And trust that the Lord will give you those people in his perfect timing. And if you don't have it yet, then just wait because he's doing something good. But also stop expecting friends to come in the way that you want them to. I think I've seen, like, students even be like, I just have no one at school. And I'm like, it's because you keep trying to fit into the stupid popular group over yeah. and over again. Again, this actually reminds I'm, – I'm sitting here thinking about this question. I'm like, what do I have to say on this? And this is exactly how I felt junior year and senior year of high school. I felt very alone. I only had, like, one or two go-to friends. Um, and I just felt alone. In my friend group, I felt estranged, blah, 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 blah. I just felt very alone. But I hoped for the future, and I prayed for the future. And the future delivered. God delivered. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting here, and I have – the group of friends that I prayed for. And so it's like, it, it happens. That totally mm. happens. Like there's going to be seasons of your life where you are not happy at all in an area of your life. But you honestly, you just got to, like, I hate to say it. Sometimes you just got to suck it up, mm. make it through. And then eventually you're going to wake up one day and things are going to be better. And you're going to say, oh my God, Wait, how did I get here? This it's is so true. this is awesome. I, tell high I can't Grace believe. That. Yeah, and then you're gonna say, "Wow, like I know how it feels to feel so low in this mm. area, and now I know how it feels to feel so high in this area and so happy in this area." And that contrast will make you f- be filled with gratitude. Honestly, that just gave me chills because I just remember being in like. I think we've all had that season. I remember being in like younger high school and like crying on my pillow. That is so dramatic. And I remember no, praying, and I was like, God, if you ever give me, like, friends, I will be such a great – that's so sad. I was like, I'm such a great friend. And I was like – I felt God give me this peace in that moment and be like, it's not now, but it's later. And yeah. don't get me wrong. I still have days where I feel lonely, and on those days I feel lonely, I run to Jesus. I find my worth in him. I go to scripture even when it's hard, and I don't want to open my Bible. I then am honest with my friends who I do know care about me, but sometimes I question, and I say this is how I'm feeling. But at the end of the day, I just trust that God is always at work in my heart. And whatever season I'm in, whether it's lonely, whether it is hurt, whether it is painful, whatever my season is in, it is serving a purpose bigger than my temporary feelings. And my feelings serve nothing compared to the kingdom of God and that he is always at work. And God isn't just a God who is 
powerful and a leader. He's a God who's a father and he cares and wants what's best for me. He wants me to have great friendships. He wants me to laugh and to enjoy my every day and to find people who make me better. And I just have to trust that. And if they're not now, then later. I agree. (laughs) Okay. So to end this, Mackenzie, I want you to say something that is giving you because it's called I'm tired. And so the opposite of I'm tired is I guess I'm awake. And so (laughs) what is giving you life and energy these days? Well, I knew you were going to ask this question Mm -hmm. because I listen to your podcast and I've I've sat like around it while you've Mm -hmm. recorded it before. So I was waiting for this question. Um, Ooh. But yet I still didn't have an answer, but now I'm thinking of an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say something that's giving me life these days is, like, it's honestly going to be so stupid. Like, I love, my favorite show is Riverdale. Do it. Say it. <laughs> my favorite show is Riverdale, and so that's giving Plus. me life. Oh, I actually have something. So I'm mm-hmm. moving out, I'm getting married in, like, three months, three and a half months, and I'm a huge cat person, and I love... Like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. such a cat person. I love cats. And what's giving me life these days is, well, the second thing, I guess, is just living with them and, and soaking up the time I have left to live with my three cats. And I don't know. I'm just, I've become, like, Your super, cats. my cats. My cats are giving me life I'm these not days. I'm surprised. You, yeah, like, now. at your bachelor party, weren't you wearing, like, cat ears or something? Yeah, it was my, the You're theme. You're that quirky girl, the cat yeah, girl. <laughs> the theme was, I'm getting meowied. That was the theme. <laughs> so you. Something giving me life and energy because I like to ask myself this because no one cares, but I care. It's just good. Honestly, I recommend all y'all do this more often. Think about what's giving you life and energy these days. But something that's giving me life and energy these days is this is very cheesy and very bad. I got my highlights redone, and I'm just feeling so pretty, and that is so mm. conceited. But no, it's I just not. recommend every girl, if you're having a bad day, go get your hair done. Um, go, go on a run. Running seven miles with you gave me life and energy because I love flexing about it. I, like, told everyone, oh, I just ran, even though I only ran, like, probably five out of those. Maybe that's being generous. But, like, go on a run, get your hair done, lay out, try to be, even though it's cold right now, do whatever you can and just be confident in who you are. So, do those little things. I wore makeup today and I'm just feeling better about myself. So, I should wear makeup more often. Like, most people wear it every day. I don't. I'm going to start doing that more often because I feel like a baddie right now and so I literally agree I agree I feel like well maybe this is going over but yeah about the whole makeup thing like I feel so much better like yeah you're beautiful without it of course of course of course but there's also nothing like a couple couple strokes of mascara to make you feel a little extra good and, and I, I've been I relating forget, to that. This is so random. I remember during like sorority rush, there was once this one girl and there was like some of these girls in my stories who were like Margaret and they're like talking about this girl and they're like, she doesn't shave her leg. She's been not shaving her legs all semester. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, and don't get me wrong, to each their own. You live your own life. You, yeah. I am not in the director of your life. But I'm like, dang, if I don't, I feel so just gross. Like, yeah. I just feel like taking care of yourself and working out and you don't have to. I get it. You're busy. Mm-hmm. But those are things you do also for yourselves, not for other people. So I'm like, you know, shave your legs, get your highlights done, wear makeup if you can. And then yeah. Have a good day. Yeah. Shave your armpits, put yeah. some deodorant all on, spritz so some important. body spray. You smell good. You feel good. Mm. You look good. It's all, it's a, it's a, it's a trifecta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Thank you, McKenzie, for coming. I'm sure you'll be on again. Thank later you for having me, Grace. Love you. Always a pleasure. I love you. You know, I'm about to talk to you after this. <laughs> 
Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the I'm Tired Podcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe. Seriously, please do it. Please do it. Please do it. Please do it. It helps me so much. And it helps more girls find this podcast, which I hope this podcast can be something that gives you adventure and joy when you're overwhelmed and annoyed. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Grace Valentine, on Twitter at GraceV96. If you want me to come to your school or speak near you and you have a plan for that, you can email my management at at management at gracevalentine.org and I am booking dates for spring 2020 and fall 2020 as well. So I would love to be able to come near you. Go to www.gracevalentine.org with any more questions, but I just love being y'all's friends. Have a great day.